Welcome to New Life Bible Church, and thank you for joining us. Every week, listen to practical teaching of God's Word you can apply to your life as you live out your faith every day. Our vision at New Life is that you may know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. Here's this week's message from New Life Bible Church. And my heart is receptive. I will never be the same. I'm about to receive the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the Word of God. I will never be the same. Never, never, never. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Lord, I pray over this Word today and this series over the next four weeks. Lord, let it change, transform, renew our minds, our spirit. Let the knowledge of this word cause us, Lord, to behave and to act differently, Lord, to think differently, to speak differently, Lord, to walk in the authority and power that you have given us, Lord. Help us not to just gather information, Lord, but that it would never leave us the same. I pray that you would use me to deliver this word in such a way that when I speak, the Holy Spirit would come upon those that hear the word. And not just for a a tingling of the hair on the back of their necks, Lord, but so that the word would come into their minds and transform into their hearts and become part of their faith walk daily, Lord. Not something they forget, but something that they never forget and that they live out every day of their lives. That is my prayer for this word and this series, Lord. Let it be sent forth to do what it's supposed to do and let it not return void. In the powerful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen, amen. So um, I've taught this in one session. Position, power, and authority, or authority, power, and position, um, the, the believer's authority. I've taught this in one session, and it takes a little while, and you kind of have to run through it. This was years ago. So I started going through my, and, and, and I read The Believer's Authority by Kenneth Hagin. There's also the, the Authority of the, of the Believer by Andrew Womack. I recommend both those books. Um, you could read them side by side, and you'll see how the word is being confirmed by these two men of God. And, uh, and, and as I say that, I, I remember something, and I, I want to share something with you uh, when I said men of God. You know, we look up to these people, and uh, we look at people who have written these books and have had these revelations, and we call them great men of God. God doesn't see it that way. God sees us all, men and women, as great men and women of God. Are they doing greater things? They got their names on books. Their schools are everywhere. Uh, They're on TV. Yes. You hear about them more. I mean, you'd have to really search YouTube to find me. Okay? I'm okay with that. I had one of our, we got to do shorts again. One of our uh, shorts got almost 2,000 views. I felt like a, yeah, like an influencer or something. And, and half of those were bad comments online. <laughs> Everybody's really brave behind a computer screen. Yes. Haters are everywhere. You know, if I, back in the back, if this was happening back before Jesus, I'd, I'd be meeting these people in a parking lot somewhere. 
I would, I would say, hey, that's fine. That's your opinion. Can we talk about this? Why don't we meet out in front of Publix or Winn-Dixie or... Why don't you meet me, meet me behind 7-Eleven and we'll talk about this. They're really brave. Anyway, don't worry, I haven't hit anybody in 35 years, so it's, it's pent up, man. I just don't, don't let me, don't let me lose. That man is dead. Don't let, that man is dead. But that man will still protect his family to the death. Authority. I know, I got the heading. <laughs> the Prats. They have to be mentioned. Every service. Every service. <laughs> the Prats. <laughs> so let me give you this. Uh, I think we have uh, a little thing here. It's right at the beginning. It's on your notes there if you pick them up at the door. Um, authority is determined by position. Position is determined by power. And power is determined by what you believe. And we always say position, power, and authority, but these things actually work in sequence, and it doesn't roll off the tongue as, better, as good when you say authority, position, and power. It kind of sounds a little off, but that's actually the, the process of what we're going to learn over the next three weeks. And then I heard a message uh, Saturday, what are we, today's uh, Friday night. I heard a message Friday night by Earl Glisson that was so powerful, man. It was just incredible. And I took some nuggets from that because it's what I'm going to preach after I'm done with these three. Uh, the fourth one is, are you in? And uh, it's going to kind of confirm everything I've said over three weeks. And uh, you don't want to miss these next three or four weeks. So make sure that you're here to hear this and, and to be part of this word. Because if you don't get it all and understand it all, it's not going to be as powerful. So we put these three in order. They will work together, and they are interchangeable, right? The ingredient needed to exercise authority, accept our position, and use our power is faith. Like everything else, you have to believe. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. That's why I broke this down into three weeks and took each individual one and said, I'm going to I'm going to nail this until it, until it hits home, and then we're going to go to the next one. So today, we're going, to, we're going to hit authority over and over again. And I know sometimes you're going to hear, and over this uh, a series, you're going to hear the same scripture and, and some of the same scriptures over and over again. And uh, uh, just know that faith comes by hearing and by hearing and by hearing and by hearing the word. So here, as we go into Ephesians chapter 1, this Ephesians prayer in chapter 1, it teaches that our authority is determined by our faith to believe that our position is seated with Jesus at the right hand of the Father. Some of us are very familiar with this, but you're going to hear and see it today in a way that you haven't heard and seen it before. Our position is determined by us accepting in faith what Jesus did. Our power is determined by our faith in what the Word says. What happens sometimes is we take something, somebody preaches something, or we take a scripture out of context, and we run with that, and it creates a doctrine that comforts us, so it must be God. Let me just, before I read Ephesians 1, I just want to say something that was spoken uh, this weekend. We were at a pastor's conference that was spoken, and it just blew me away. So if Paul and Peter 
and the disciples were great men of God. And they were. And they were the ones that were going to do the greatest works on the earth. Then God would have saved them for now. But God chose us for this time. This is the end time. We're at the end time harvest. And God used these men, and these men were great. And we read in the Bible about them, and we're like, wow, this is amazing. These men, I would love to be like them. No, you don't understand. God chose us. Because if they were so much greater than us, then they would have been saved up for this moment. But he chose us the elite. He chose the ones that are going to do the job for this moment, for this time, and that's us. That's us. And what we do is we receive our salvation. I'm going to give you this nugget, and then i got to move on. We receive our salvation, and how do we receive that? Under the knowledge of one day, it's fire insurance, one day I'm going to go to heaven, and I'm going to live there for eternity. Woohoo! He's going to build mansions for me. Do you know that word mansion is actually an English translation, and that word does not exist in the Bible? If you're going up there for him to build you a house, build yourself a house here. And, I, and I've been asked this many times. Why don't you ever teach revelations? Why don't you ever teach revelations? I've just never been led to. But I will give you this. When we get saved and we receive Jesus, we become part of the kingdom. And we have a king. He's our king, right? And we are ambassadors. That means that we represent the king. When we get saved, so much more than just fire insurance. And then, yes, there'll be a time and a day that we go. Woohoo! And there'll be a time and a day that we come back. Yeah. See, our salvation was not for heaven alone, but to return and have That's dominion great. and authority yes. here. Yes. But we think that we're going to go to heaven for the rest of our lives. And the fact of the matter is that no, our salvation and our calling that God has put Jesus inside of our hearts and made us sons and daughters of the king means that we get to come back to earth in the millennial and reign. That's the purpose for your salvation. And we want the, oh, the by and by. We just want to go to heaven and we just, no, we've been called, separated for a purpose. God is not finished with the earth. Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 15 through 23. Very familiar scripture. But I can't read the whole chapter of Ephesians, but I'm going to give you a few little nuggets to show you how this all goes together. Uh, The book of Ephesians is a book. Man has separated into chapter and verse for the sake of being able to find things and read things for convenience sake. We, We have done that. But if you were to read this as the writer intended it to be read, you would understand that everything he's saying here at the beginning is transferred into every scripture after that. So if you read it in context, you read chapter 1, and then you go to chapter 6, which we're going to read that one scripture in 6 to show you how this all works together. You will see how the intention of uh, uh, Paul here was to explain or to Plant the seed of authority and position and power into these people that they would behave accordingly. 
Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 23. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. So he's praying for them. He's praying for us. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give, give, give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. This is so hard to keep going through this. Uh, Let me stop there for a moment. Did you know that you have the wisdom and knowledge and revelation to read the word and learn and grow from it yourself? Sometimes pastors and ministers and preachers don't like saying that because they want to be dependent upon so that you show up for church. But if you read the Bible and you learn on your own and you have wisdom and revelation on your own, you'll know that you have to be here. Right? I don't have to teach that because you know that church is how we represent Christ. You're part of the body. How? By being here. If you don't come here, then you're disconnected from the body. And if you're disconnected from the body, you can no longer proclaim the power of the blood. Not to mention a lot of other things. But if you're separated, the heart pumps blood to those areas of the body. You have to be a part of a local body and root yourself in. But you can have this knowledge. But what do we do? We have itching ears. And man, what a time do we live in. Right? You can go, uh, you can go to YouTube and pull up, just put up a message on authority. Just pull up authority. And you're going to get some messages that confirm some of the things I'm going to say today. You're going to find some messages that go against some of the things I'm going to say today. And you're going to find some messages that are going to uh, uh, be put there on purpose to remove the authority of some of our ministers and pastors and teachers and prophets because that's their ministry. That is not a ministry. It's not in there. We have, we have YouTube pages that are, that's all they do. That's all they do is they take a person, I'll say it, Stephen Furtick has received so much negative feedback from people who think they know better. Now, has he said things that I disagree? Yeah. Nothing that caused a doctrinal issue where I would never watch him again. And maybe he's right, and I just haven't learned that yet. But man, there's there's a guy that that's all he does. He sits there and he calls it his ministry. That doesn't edify the church at all. At all. Netflix has taken on the challenge of destroying the word of faith. That's all they do. The American Gospel. How many of you saw that? Two-part series. Good. Don't watch it. It made me angry. Because they take little clips, and they out of context, and they put them up there. And they show these men getting on their jets, and they show this. They don't know what's happening there. They don't understand what that ministry is. They don't know what God spoke to the heart of these men and women. They don't know. But yet they produce these things. And someone like Netflix, which is not really out to 
build our faith. <laughs> Their motive is not the same. It's terrible what they're doing with our thing. But what do we do? We have itching ears. But I'm telling you today that God gave us the authority to be able to understand, to receive revelation of the word on our own. I challenge you to do that. I know you have it on your phones, but I like my paper Bible. I've had this for 1987, 30, 36 years. Since June 21st, I've had this Bible, 1987. 36 years I've had it. I just had it rebound recently. And there's, you know, some pages that have little rips in them and stuff. And, you know, there's things. But I love my Bible. I, have, I, I collect Bibles. I don't read them. I read this one. Or I go, to my, I go to my phone when I don't have my Bible with me. But I challenge you to open these pages and pray and ask God to reveal to you what they mean. And as you do that, God's going to reveal to you things. I'll give you one suggestion. Don't go into the Bible with a declared doctrine in your mind already to go to your Bible and prove that that what you think and feel is right. Get, Get that out of your head. And go in and ask God to reveal to you what he is actually saying. Because you can create a doctrine in your head and then get the, get the Bible to confirm it. People have done it many times. That's backwards. That's backwards. All that, and I only got to verse 17. 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints. See, saints aren't those ceramic things you see in certain doctrinal churches. We are the saints. We are the saints sent to earth. (laughs) And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward what? Us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. I don't know about you, but I'm already encouraged. I'm locked and loaded. Do you know what that means? Right? I've already pulled the pin, and I'm holding the grenade. (laughs) 20, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. And a lot of people have used this scripture to talk about how amazing Jesus Christ is and how powerful he is and how much authority he has and all those things are true. But you can't stop there. Far above all principality and powers. That's going to mean something to you in a minute. And might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put now, he put now all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the, to the, who's that? That's us which is his body, do we not have to congregate? Oh, boy, do we. The fullness of him who 